Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Well, I'll tell you, if that doesn't get you fired up, a little classic Ron Phillips right there on the opening. Welcome into the Matlock Show. Boy, that's weird to say after three years of being the host of the conservative cartel. But guys, it's time for a new chapter in the life of the Matlock Show. Welcome in. My name's Matt Locke. Most of you know me. Some of you may not. Let me give you a little housekeeping as to what's going to happen here as we move forward with the Matt Locke show. So today is August 12th. It is Monday, and it is the relaunch of the Matt Locke show. I started this show in my basement in Fort Wayne, Indiana, March 27th of 2014. Man, it's been a long and wild ride, but I've enjoyed every minute of it. I ended up moving to Fort Worth, Texas from Fort Wayne, Indiana, came down here, was on the blaze, and and it's going to be a little bit different here, guys, because no, I'm not going to say the other places. I'm not going to do it. We had a rule over at Mojo 5 Radio, I'll get to that here in a minute, where you said the other place. We didn't want to give the blaze anything. Um, It was an honor for me to take the conservative cartel and be on the blaze radio network. It it was one of those growing uh, periods in the point of this show that needed to happen. It was unfortunate that the Blaze got bought by CRTV. We started our own deal, Mojo 5.0, with Doc Thompson. You know that story. If you've paid attention, Doc uh, went running one day, got hit by an Amtrak train, and uh, there came a point in my time, as most of you know who listen to, to the conservative cartel, I was a partner in the business of Cuddle Me Buff LLC. That was Mojo 5 Radio and, of course, Spoonie with my good friend Patrick Mosier. Chef Patrick is, by the way. And we will probably still have Chef Patrick on on Fridays for beer for brunch because I'm not going to get rid of that. I, who, who doesn't want to drink on the radio? Seriously, who doesn't want to drink on the radio? So we're going to do some of that. We're going to carry some stuff over, but a little bit of housekeeping. I am going to do an hour podcast daily. I'm, I'm going to get it out there. I'll get you my thoughts. There are going to be no ads. It's going to be about 60 minutes of pure Matlock, which I know is hard to take in that much abundance. 
but I'm going to put a lot of stuff together. We've got some great advertisers. We're going to do a lot of great things. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is zero animosity toward the folks over at Mojo Five O Radio. Love every one of those guys over there. Ron, Brad, Patrick, Tom, Beth, and Doc before he left this earth. But uh, there's no there's no animosity. It was time for me to break away. It was time for me to go after opportunities that I've been holding off, that I had put off, uh, that you know I've been just getting completely um, bombarded with things to do. I appreciate my time there. It was just time to go, and here we are. Here we are, the Matlock Show, the relaunch, August 12th. We're going to get after this. <laughs> I take two weeks off. I take two weeks off for a little hiatus to get the Matlock show up and running, getting everything going. And what did I tell you? What did I say to you on the cartel? Jeffrey Epstein is a dead man. He is not going to make it to trial to bring out any names. And of course, last Friday, I'm talking on WoWo. I fill in on WoWo, 1190 AM, 107.5 FM, up in Fort Wayne, Indiana for Pat Miller. And I said on Friday, I said, here come these names. Here come the names, they're going to start telling you who the peeps were, who the, who the pedophiles were, and all of a sudden, Saturday, my phone blows up Saturday morning, and I'm like, what in the holy hell is going on? Jeffrey Epstein dead, found in his cell of suicide. Come on. We're going to get into that and much more. Guys, do me a great big favor. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. My good friends over there at Combat Flip Flops. It is summertime here in Fort Worth. It is hot. 102 and 103 degrees today and tomorrow. I've got my Flopperator Coyotes. I love them, but they've just come out with a zero-rise Coyote Flopperator that I'll be ordering. As soon as the guys over there get size 14, I have big feet. Head over there to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use the code LOCK, L-O-C-K-E, 25. Get you 25% off those fantastic flip-flops today. CombatFlipFlops.com. They give money to Afghanistan women to help educate them so they can get rid of war. That's what they do. So you should head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK, L-O-C-K-E, 25, and get you 25% off today. I'm going to order mine as soon as they get size 14s in on those low rise or zero rise because I want to see what they are. All right, Epstein. Let's get after this, shall we? Because does anybody believe for a damn minute that he committed suicide? Seriously. I mean, I want you to ask yourself this. This guy is a pompous, arrogant asshole. He has spent his life among the elites, among people with money. He's made his money marketing in young women to men who have money. Lots of it. You know, they say, well, financier. He's not a, finance, a financier of women. He made sure that elite men had access to young women for their sexual flavors and fetishes. That's what he did. Now, you don't think for a second. I want to lay this out. I'm going to get deep into the weeds here because there's a lot of conspiracies. And it's funny because you've got these conspiracies flying around. And, of course, the left's out there. Oh, my gosh. These conspiracy theories. These crazy right-wingers are out there. Oh, my goodness. Conspiracy. What are they doing? The same people that have touted the Trump-Russia conspiracy theory for the past three years. 
give me a break, liberals. You guys are a bunch of effing morons. Yeah, I'm not going to use the F word. I'm not going to use the F word on this on this podcast. We're going to get, you know, we're going to get unruly. We're going to get unhinged. I'm going to talk about things, but I'm not going to use the F word or, G- or GD. I, lo- I really love that rule over at Mojo 5 I'm not going to do it. I'll say a lot of other things, but the F word and GD are not going to happen. But you got to think about this. Jeffrey Epstein, he knew very connected people. He was a billionaire. He had a damn island and the Lolita Express airplane. Don't think for, you know, this is, let, let's get into this. Correctional officers who worked in a special unit inside the New York City jail that housed Jeffrey Epstein before his apparent suicide had worked, get this, extreme overtime shifts to compensate for staffing shortages, according to reports that came out on Sunday. I mean, seriously, they're understaffed? This is the story or the argument that you're going to go with? That the guards, the correctional officers were understaffed? That's unbelievable. Now, the AP's out there citing unnamed sources who have reported that the correctional center's special housing unit was staffed with a single guard working a fifth straight day of overtime and another who was working mandatory overtime. So were they just literally two guys, 12 hours, 12 hours? Because what we were led to believe, which I'm going to get to this here in a little bit on, on down the road here, we were led to believe that Epstein was under suicide watch, which means he had 24-7, what, coverage? He was being monitored. He was supposed to be watched. Um, maybe cameras checked on every 30 minutes. So you're telling me you had two guards for the highest profile witness probably in the history of this Metropolitan Correctional Facility, and you had two guards watching him because Epstein 66 was found unconscious in a cell Saturday. He later was pronounced dead from an apparent suicide, raising questions as how the wealthy financier or booker or pimp might have been able to kill himself under the nose of staff in the highly secure facility. Now, stinks. This story stinks to high heaven. Says the office of the chief medical examiner on Sunday performed an autopsy, but didn't release a cause of death. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. You say that Epstein hung himself. That's asphyxiation, right? You stop breathing. If you hung yourself and committed suicide, couldn't a medical examiner say, yep, died of a fixation? I mean, wouldn't it be that easy? Wouldn't it just be that simple to say, but yet the medical examiner examiner comes out and says, didn't, didn't know? Quote, today a medical examiner performed the autopsy of Jeffrey Epstein. Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Barbara Sampson said the ME's determination is pending further information at this time. What, what are you looking for? Honestly, what are you doing? He died of asphyxiation. He died of strangling. He died of hanging himself, right? That is the story you're putting out there today. But yet he didn't he didn't die of asphyxi- asphyxiation? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I'm not an ME. 
But they're saying, look, uh, the determination is pending further information. At the request of those representing the deceased and with the awareness of the federal prosecutor, I allowed a private pathologist, Dr. Michael Baden, to observe the autopsy examination. This is routine practice. But you can't determine what killed Epstein. Now, the Justice Department was told Epstein would be monitored by a guard every half hour and would be housed with a cellmate, an official with knowledge into the investigation told the AP. The cellmate, get this, the cellmate recently had been transferred, allowing Epstein to be housed alone, a violation of jail protocol. You, I mean, can you make this stuff up? Now, I, I'm, you know, I'm seeing stories over the weekend. This is all conspiracy, my friends, and we're going to get into conspiracy. Don't worry. I'm the conspiracy theorist here. I've got plenty of time to get into the middle of this, but you have a high-profile witness, prisoner, whatever you want to call him, who should be under 24-hour surveillance, checked on regularly, had a cellmate, cellmate, and, oh, now no cellmate. How, How convenient would that be? All of a sudden, there's no cellmate? Just at the time you're going to kill this guy? Just when he shows up dead? Can you make this stuff up? And supposedly he was on suicide watch, so he didn't have anything to hang himself with. Now, former jail warden Cameron Lindsay told the paper officials made a series of mistakes in Mr. Epstein's case. He said the warden at the correctional facility shouldn't have taken him off a suicide watch because now we're hearing he was on suicide watch because Epstein tried to kill himself around, I don't know, it was the first week he was in jail. Had marks around his neck. He kept telling his lawyers and everybody else, you know, I think somebody's trying to kill me. They thought he was suicidal. They put him on suicide watch, and then they took him off a suicide watch the end of July. Now, Cameron Lindsay, this former jail warden, he said the correctional facility shouldn't have taken him off suicide watch, even if the prison's chief psychologist had recommended doing so. Quote, a psychologist is going to think one way, but a warden needs to think a different way, he said. You have to take the conservative, safe route and keep an individual like this on suicide watch. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? He's a high-profile witness. He's got name. I mean, he can name names. Uh, rich people want him dead. And I'm going to get it, like I said, I'm going to get some conspiracy theories later. But there are a lot more than just the Clintons that wanted him dead. But Jeffrey Epstein was not on suicide watch when he apparently killed himself on Saturday. I mean, that's crazy. Lee Plourday, P-L-O-U-R-D-E, Plourday, told the Post that Epstein was not currently on suicide watch, but declined to give further details. The AP reported that Epstein had been taken off a suicide watch at the end of July, adding that he'd been placed on watch and given daily psychiatric evaluations following an incident in which he was found with bruising on his neck. It remains unclear whether those injuries were the result of an assault or a suicide attempt because we heard back when he first tried to kill himself, air quotes, that uh, it might have been an assault that maybe someone else had been able to make their way into Mr. Epstein's cell 
and try to assault him. It, it's not without it's not without some explanation. This Targaliana or whatever his name was, the Italian guy who had murdered four people, you can go look it up, supposedly, or might have, that was the conspiracy theory at the moment, was that he might have assaulted Epstein. Now, to me, to you, to common sense thinking people, you know, wouldn't you say to yourself, um, okay, wait a minute. Did he try to kill himself or was he assaulted? Wouldn't you try to get to some kind of an answer? And of course, you've got this high profile prisoner, Epstein, who has a black book of all these names, which we started seeing names released on Friday. This is the crazy thing. It's not really crazy, but it makes you say, hmm. On Friday, they started naming names. George, George Mitchell. Uh, yeah. The governor of New Mexico that was in the Clinton cabinet, Mr. Richardson. You know, we started seeing names, and I think the elite said, ruh row raggy, um, we're starting to see names starting to filter out here. Maybe we ought to shut this guy up. Because I want you to think about it. Why would Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? I mean, I don't know him personally, and neither do you. But the guy's a billionaire, living a lush lifestyle, Owns his own private island, his own private jet. He's a billionaire. He's been, he's been, you know, brokering these deals with the higher-ups, these elites, making money hand over fist, getting them young girls. Do you think he wanted to stop? And I want you to think about it for a second. He thought in his mind, and I'll guarantee you, Epstein thought in his mind he could broker a way out of this deal. He's a very powerful and rich man. That's what they do. Rich people broker their way out of deals. He had leverage in the names. Think about that for a second. I mean, he's talking to the federal prosecutor saying, you know what? If you lessen my sentence, I will sing like a canary. Because think about what happened down in Florida. Down in Florida, they're now opening an investigation. DeSantis down there, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, is now opening an investigation into what happened down there. We saw Alex Acosta resigned over it and all that stuff. They, they were being told, the feds told them to back off. They gave them the, the, the worst sentence they could give them. They gave them the most, uh, you know, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. They did everything they could to get as much information to stick as they possibly could. And they didn't. So now think for a second that Epstein's not thinking in his head, well, I've got information. I've got a tool. I've got leverage. I'll bet that if I leverage this information with the feds, it will lighten my sentence because you know there are a bunch of powerful men in that 2,000-page document release that's coming. Why in the world would Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Why? You know, I don't taking off suicide watch. I saw on Twitter on Saturday that cameras may have malfunctioned at, at the time that he killed himself. Uh, heard that his cellmate was moved. How convenient is that? The day he kills himself. It, you know, you, you watch all of these movies. You watch these thrillers. You know, we watch these, uh, oh, I don't know, born, you know, and, and Mission Impossibles, and, and you watch all that stuff, and you think to yourself, no, that's really real. It's just make-believe, right? It's just movie stuff. They make this crap up in the movies. It's for sensationalism, and away we go. No. 
I mean, there are some very powerful people in this world that it wouldn't shock me that they use their influence or their connections to kill him, to shut him up, because Bill Richardson's name comes out. George Mitchell's name comes out. Prince Andrew's name comes out. We found out about the Clintons. Oh, yeah, the Clintons were having an uh, orgy on Orgy Island. We're going to get to that later. You know, so I sit back and I look at all this stuff. You know, you look at Suicide Watch here. It says the Bureau of Prisons confirmed that Epstein had been housed in the jail's special housing unit, a heavily secured part of the facility that separates high-profile inmates from the general population. Until recently, the same unit had been home to the Mexican drug lord, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, who is now serving a life sentence at the so-called Supermax prison in Colorado. What do you think about that for a second? They could keep El Chapo alive, but they can't keep Epstein. Now, the FBI's pissed. Barr is pissed as they should be, because this is a federally ran correctional facility. This was under the purview, thank you, Special Counsel Mueller. This is under the purview of Barr. It's unbelievable. Now, the disclosure that Epstein was not on suicide watch is likely to further infuriate his alleged victims, as well as public officials who had demanded a full investigation into his death. It is also expected to increase questions about how the Bureau of Prisons ensures the welfare of such high-profile inmates. In October, Boston gangster James Whitey Bulger was killed in a federal prison in West Virginia where he had just been transferred. Quote, unequivocally, he should have been on active suicide watch and therefore under direct and constant supervision. Former federal prison warden Cameron Lindsay told the AP, adding that if Epstein's suicide is confirmed, it would represent an unfortunate and shocking failure. Now, politicians aren't buying this. Senator Ben Sass, Nebraska. He's a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. He asked William Barr in a letter Saturday if he would investigate the death. He says, quote, every single person in the Justice Department, from your main justice headquarters staff all the way to the night shift jailer, knew that this man was a suicide risk and that his dark secrets could be allowed, couldn't be allowed to die with him. See, that's the thing. His secrets are now going to die with him. What's going to happen now? What's going to happen to the investigation? What's going to happen to the people involved? You know, we automatically think Clintons, but as I, I'll get into this here in the latter half of this show. We all think the Clintons, but there's a lot of powerful people out there that wanted this information to die with Epstein. Now, here's the interesting thing I found. As I'm digging through show prep last night, you know, I found this article over at, uh, I believe it was at The Blaze. But, quote, there's no way Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, a former New York City jail inmate says. Now, I want you to listen to this. The following account is from a former inmate of the Metropolitan Correction Center in Lower Manhattan. This is where Epstein was kept. The ex-convict who spoke to the posts Brad Hamilton and Bruce Golding on the condition of amenity, spent several months in the 9 South Special Housing Unit for high-profile prisoners awaiting trial, just like Epstein. He says, there's no way 
that man could have killed himself. He says, I've done too much time in those units. It's an impossibility. Between the floor and the ceiling is like eight or nine feet. There's no way for you to connect to anything to hang yourself. You have sheets, but they're paper level. Not strong enough. He was 200 pounds. It would have never happened. When you're on suicide watch, they put you in this white smock, a straitjacket. They know a person cannot be injurious to themselves. I want you to think about that. Is there actual attire that they put Jeffrey Epstein in so that he would not hurt himself? Does that exist? These are questions that we could easily ask, right? What was he wearing? What was he wearing when the guard went in and found him unresponsive? Was he in the suicide gear? What did he hang himself with? Here's another question I saw on Twitter today. Um, Okay. You went into the jail cell. What was around his neck? It's a very easy question, right? I mean, if Epstein hung himself, no one else is in the cell. You run into the cell. You walk into the cell to to find him dead. What's around his neck if he killed himself? What's, what's wrapped around his neck? It's a very easy question, but yet we don't know. The medical examiner can't tell us what the death was. I mean, you, all these questions, you start asking. You start asking, okay, seriously? So this guy goes on. When you're on suicide watch, they put you in this white smock, a straight jacket. He says the clothing they give you is a jump-in uniform. Everything is a dark brown color. Could he have done it from the bed? No, sir. There's a steel frame, but you can't move it. There's no light fixture. There's no bars. They don't give you enough in there that could successfully create an instrument of death. You want to write a letter? They give you rubber pens and maybe once a week a piece of paper. (laughs) Nothing hard or made of metal. There's a cop at the door every nine minutes, whether you're on suicide watch or not. There's up to 80 people there. They could put two in a cell. It's one or two. But I'll never believe this guy had a cellmate. He was too blown up. The damage that unit can do to someone, it's like you're an animal and you've been brought into a kennel. A guy like Jeffrey, it's like, holy shit. I told my parents not to come there. God wasn't in the building. I've had some heavy incidences in that building. What happened is permanent. Now, I want you to think about that. Here's an inmate who has firsthand knowledge of what goes on in in that correctional facility. He's been in the very cells that Jeffrey Epstein has been in. So credible witness, right? Credible to the fact he probably knows what he is talking about. And here he's saying it is an impossibility that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. It's impossible. With what's going on in that room, with what he has in that room, Everything that goes on there, the stuff that, that that he can use, can't use, rubber pencils, pens, paper, you know, paper-thin sheets, all of the stuff that we're talking about here, almost an impossibility for him to kill himself. Now, here is the nail in Jeffrey Epstein's coffin. Jail staff failed to follow protocols leading up to his death, according to a report from the New York Slimes. Deepening the fallout from what led to the highly connected financier's apparent suicide. Now, isn't it weird? Do you find it really odd that the only information we're getting is from the New York Slimes or the Associated Press or the Compost? 
you know, I follow Jack uh, Posebeck on Twitter. He's with OAN. Not seeing any information out of them. We're not seeing any information out of anybody on the right, period, that I would consider a right-leaning news outlet. Do, do you wonder why that is? Do, do you not ask the question, why, why, why is that? Why are we only getting information from the New York Times, from the Compost, anonymous sources? That's all we're hearing, right? And now we're hear, hearing that the jail staff failed to report protocols. So they didn't do their job. They did not do their job. Once again, Epstein should have been checked on by the guards in his cell at least every 30 minutes. But that didn't happen the night before his apparent suicide, a law enforcement official told the Times. Now, once again, the Times spoke to the official on condition of anonymity. The Associated Press has not independently confirmed the information. You see where I'm going here? Anonymous. Once again. We always have anonymous sources. We don't have any concrete information. The ME can't give you a reason for death. The jail staff failed to follow protocols. And as you sit here and you look at this, the cameras malfunctioned. He was on suicide watch, but he wasn't on suicide watch. His cellmate was transferred. A law enforcement source also said he was alone in his cell Saturday night after his cellmate was transferred. An official with knowledge of the investigation told the Times that the Justice Department was told Epstein would have a cellmate and be monitored by a guard every 30 minutes. We were also told that Epstein had been placed on suicide watch after he was found a little over two weeks ago with bruising on his neck, according to a person familiar with the matter, who wasn't authorized to discuss it publicly, anonymously. But he was taken off of that very suicide watch at the end of July and therefore wasn't on it at the time of his death. <laughs> something smells. Now, here, here's the good thing, and we're going to get to here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to head over. We're going to talk about the FBI investigation because that's coming. But it says the federal investigation into the allegations remaining remains ongoing. U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman has noted this. He said in a statement Saturday that the indictment against Epstein includes a conspiracy charge suggesting others could face charges in the case because all over social media this weekend I noticed that people were asking well is that it is that it is the case closed does this case die with Jeffrey Epstein does it die go away I mean is this what these people wanted because I'm going to get to the conspiracy theories here at the in the second half of the hour but it just wasn't the Clintons that might have wanted him dead now, we're going to go, we're going to talk about the FBI and investigating this. But I'm going to take a quick second. Can you head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com? Great advertiser here on the Matlock Show. Um, glad to be very proud to be part of their mission. If you don't know who Scars and Stripes Coffee is, go check them out. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. S-C-A-R-S. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Their mission empowers veterans. They want these veterans to build their own business using an e-commerce platform. When you purchase from Scars and Stripes Coffee, you are buying from a veteran and your purchase directly impacts the men and women who have served our country. Now, Scars and Stripes prides themselves in bringing the highest quality beans sold by the highest quality people. Know that when you purchase their coffee, you are not only supporting the finest people in our country, but you're also purchasing the highest quality bean 
Our coffee is fresh roasted and will be at your doorstep within days of of being roasted. And as they grow, they will be adding more flavors. They actually added three more flavors this weekend. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Support a veteran. You know that the Matlock Show, the conservative cartel, wherever I've been, I've had a great heart for our veterans. Love what they do. This empowers them. They come back from theater. They come back from serving our country. They need a mission. They need something to do. Scars and Stripes provides that mission. Provides them with a way to go out and make money. Provides them with a way to go out and be successful. It provides them with a way to go out and and take care of their families. Head over to scarsandstripes.com. Check them out. Do it for me, Matlock. As I've teamed up, you can find them on my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. I've got a Scars and Stripes, I guess, link it's called there, where you can head right over to their website, over to thematlockshow.com. Do it today. Scars and Stripes coffee. Help a veteran. Help a veteran continue his or her mission. All right, guys. Um, the FBI. The DOJ. Because Attorney General Barr <laughs> says there are serious questions that need to be answered about Jeffrey Epstein's death. I mean, is he wrong? Is he not wrong? I want to read this. I want to read this letter. It says, U.S. Department of Justice, Federal Bureau of Prisons, uh, for immediate release, August 10th. Um, here it is. Inmate death at the MCC New York. New York, New York, on Saturday, August 10th, 2019, approximately 6.30 a.m., inmate Jeffrey Edward Epstein was found unresponsive in his cell in a special housing unit from an apparent suicide at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York, New York. Life-saving measures were initiated immediately by responding staff. Staff requested emergency medical services, and life-saving efforts continued. Mr. Epstein was transported by EMS to a local hospital for treatment of life-threatening injuries and subsequently pronounced dead by hospital staff. The FBI is investigating the incident. It's... This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. So the FBI is going to take the reins in the investigation. It says that, quote, I was appalled to learn that Jeffrey Epstein was found dead early this morning from an apparent suicide while in federal custody, William Barr said in a statement. Mr. Epstein's death raises serious questions that must be answered. In addition to the FBI investigation, I have a consultant with the Inspector General who is opening an investigation in the circumstances of Mr. Epstein's death. He added, the FBI is reportedly investigating the circumstances surrounding the billionaire's death, according to the U.S. Bureau of Prisons, released on Saturday. So the FBI is involved. The DOJ is involved. We've got some high-ranking people involved. you got Congressman Al Green. you got AOC out there saying, you know what? This is crazy. The suicide of Mr. Epstein is an impossibility. I agree. I can't believe that I agree with some libs. When an impossibility occurs involving powerful people and possible criminality, there must be an investigation to end speculation because the public has a right to know. I'm calling for a congressional investigation. That's Al Green. He's a Democrat. AOC is saying the same thing. I'm saying the same thing. And as we look, the U.S. Bureau of Prisons announced Saturday the FBI would take the reins in the investigation into Epstein's apparent suicide. Several lawmakers, including AOC, uh, Luis or Lois Frankel, have already called for an investigation into Epstein's death. (laughs) 
Epstein had been accused in July of multiple sex trafficking charges for allegedly abusing dozens of girls over the years. He pleaded not guilty to the charges and have been in jail awaiting trial. So see, that's my whole point of this. Because we're going to get into we're going to get into the conspiracy theories now. It's now into the second half hour here of the show. This guy, Epstein, was pleading not guilty. I want you to think, let, let's let's think about Jeffrey Epstein for a moment, okay? Multi-billionaire, has a private jet, private island. Now, I'm seeing reports that he needed, he needed biologically to um, be released, let's say to have relief at least three times a day of his biological, I'm trying to think of a word, he had to get off three times a day. He needed young girls to do that. Supposedly. This guy was used, he had a fetish. He was sick. Let's just say he was sick. Let's say he's not right in the head. He likes young girls, which is sick. I mean, there's plenty of women out there who are 18 years and older that would probably have done that for him. Would have probably done it very pleasurably for money. Hey, if you're over 18, what you do is what you do, right? You're an adult. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. But this guy had a sick fetish. So here we have this billionaire who is literally a pimp. I mean, he's a matchmaker to powerful men all across the globe. Prince Andrew being one, the Clintons being another. Who knows who was in that black book, right? We were just getting ready to find that out. Sorry about that. We're just getting ready to find out who was in that black book. Names just started coming out Friday. This guy was pleading not guilty. I'm telling you, his ego who he was, the lush lifestyle he lived, the things that he did in his mind, I can almost bet you money, in his mind, he thought he had leverage. In his mind, he thought he could get away with this with a lesser sentence because he was going to sing like a canary. He was going to give up the names that the feds wanted in turn for a lesser sentence. It happens all the time. Now, here's what I want to get into, because your first thought is the Clintons, right? Your first thought in this whole conspiracy, and I saw it all over social media this weekend, is that he was Arkansas. That the Clintons somehow took him out, and he is now gone. And I'm going to tell you, I would not be surprised if it were the case. Let's just throw that out there. But you got the Clintons, okay? You've got someone else. Here's another conspiracy theory. You've got someone else with a lot of money that did not want their name out there. Prince Andrew, Saudis. I mean, you could name them. This guy knew powerful people. He ran in circles with lots of money, lots of powerful people, and he was setting them up, uh, them up with lots of young girls, and maybe they didn't want their name out there. Now, I don't think someone else is as, here's, here's the whole thing. If you're someone else and you don't live in America and they're trying him and they find out that the prince of Saudi Arabia is an absolute pedophile, what really happens? What happens to Prince Andrew? What happens to someone who is not here in America? We're not going to bring him back here and, and try them. They're really, you know, what's going to happen to them? So I almost, with that conspiracy theory, throw that one out the door. Because I don't think these people cared, uh, you know, if Jeffrey Epstein sang or not. Now, <laughs> Joe Scarborough from The Morning Joe, this is, this is one of the more amazing theories I've seen. He said, 
it was coordinated by the Russians to help President Trump. Now, if you've been paying attention to social media over the weekend, you will see the left is trying very uh, diligently to blame Trump somehow for this. Trump wanted Epstein shut up, so Trump manipulated, or the Russians manipulated Trump or somewhere along the lines, and now Epstein's dead and Trump loves it. It's far-fetched, but we're going to get to it here in a little later. Or the, the final conspiracy theory here is that Epstein's not really dead. That somehow someone faked his death whisked him out of the correctional facility, and he's somewhere in witness protection, somewhere not here, out of the country, I don't know where, and that he's going to sing like a canary and give up all the names, and we're going to be like, oh, yeah, he faked his death, and on down the road we're going to see this. We'll talk about all this, but I want to talk about the Clintons first. Let's take them in order because we now know that new court documents revealed that Bill Clinton held private parties at Epstein's pedophile island. Now, we know over 2,000 over two thousand court previously sealed court documents involving Epstein's child sex abuse case were released Friday and are now available. According to one document, Bill Clinton held a private party on Epstein's pedophile island. Now, this is according to Mike Cernovich, who has went through these 2,000 documents accordingly. Um, it says right here, let me read this for you. Epstein did invite two young brunettes to a dinner, which he gave on his Caribbean island for Mr. Clinton shortly after he left office. It says, I'd have been about 17 at the time. And this is the young lady talking. I flew to the Caribbean with Jeffrey and then Ghislaine Maxwell went to pick up Bill in a huge black helicopter that Jeffrey had bought her. She says, I remember she was very excited she got a, because she got a license around the first of the year that we met about the helicopter. She says, I used to get frightened flying with her, but Bill had the secret service with him, and I remember him talking about what a good job she did. She says, I don't remember seeing Bill again on the trip, but I assume Giselaine flew him back. So she is saying that she was in a helicopter where Miss Maxwell picked up Bill Clinton to come have a party on Pedophile Island. Now, she doesn't say if Bill was doinking youngsters, but I'm going to tell you something, guys I mean, and gals. I want you to think about this for a second. Do you think for a moment that Bill Clinton is having sex with Hillary? I don't. I mean, <laughs> you've seen, I mean, look at the bimbo eruptions. Rush Limbaugh made a living off it in the 90s. The bimbo eruptions, uh, Jennifer Flowers, um, Kathleen Wiley, Juanita Broderick, to name a few. You got, uh, oh, what's her uh, Oh, uh, Monica. Monica Lewinsky in the, in the stain on the blue dress playing hide the cigar. I mean, come on. Uh, we all know that Bill Clinton is not sleeping with Hillary, right? I mean, let's not fool each other. So to say that Bill was on this island, which we know 27 times, he flew on the Lolita Express, the private plane of Jeffrey Epstein. Would you be surprised if Bill Clinton held a private party? Now, Democrat Senator George Mitchell and former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson were also named in these documents, which came out Friday. In, in July, investigative reporter Conchita Sarnoff, the author of Trafficking on the Jeffrey Epstein case, joined Shannon Bream, and I talked about this on the cartel, and said Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's plane 27 times, and almost every time that Clinton was on the plane, there were underage girls with him. 
So we know that Bill was around all these women. We know that Epstein threw a party for Bill, according to this young lady. Now, if you listen to the left, you know, we're not supposed to believe these conspiracy theories, and I said this to begin the program, but yet we're supposed to believe the conspiracy theory that Trump colluded with Russia, right? Russia, 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 Russia. But oh my gosh, don't you dare look at the facts in the Epstein case. It's crazy, isn't it? Now, I'll tell you what's more crazy out of all of this as we continue to talk about the Clintons here. Here is a complete list of Clinton associates who allegedly died mysteriously or committed suicide before testimony. (laughs) Clinton made, and we know this, 27 trips on Epstein's Lolita Express. Despite a previous attempt on his life just three weeks ago, the prison guards skipped the 30-minute required checks on Epstein's cell that Saturday night. Well, Friday night. Epstein is the latest in a long list of Clinton family associates and acquaintances who died mysteriously or committed suicide before their public testimony. Now, here they are. James McDougal, Clinton's convicted whitewater partner, died in a prepared heart attack while in solitary confinement. He was the key witness in the Ken Starr investigation, which found Bill Clinton was guilty and was impeached by the House. Mary Mahoney, a former White House intern, was murdered July 97 at a Starbucks coffee shop in Georgetown. The murder happened just after she was to go public with her story of sexual harassment in the White House. Vince Foster, former White House counselor and colleague of Hillary Clinton at Little Rock's Rose Law Firm, died of a gunshot wound to the head, ruled a suicide. Ron Brown, Secretary of Commerce and former DNC chairman, reported to have died by impact in a plane crash. A pathologist close to the investigation reported that there was a hole in the top of Brown's skull resembling a gunshot wound. At the time of his death, Brown was being investigated and spoke publicly of his willingness to cut a deal with prosecutors. The rest of the people on the plane also died. A few days later, the air air traffic controller committed suicide. Victor Razor II. Razor, a major player in the Clinton Fund, raising organization, died in a plane crash in 92. Paul Tully, Democratic National Committee political director, found dead in a hotel room in Little Rock, 92. Described by Clintons as a dear friend and trusted advisor. Ed Wiley, Clinton fundraiser, found dead November of 93, dead in the woods in VA of a gunshot wound to the head. Ruled a suicide. Wiley died on the same day as wife Kathleen Wiley claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office in the White House. Ed Wiley was involved in several Clinton fundraising events. The, the list goes on. Jerry Parks, head of the Clinton's gubernatorial security team in Little Rock, gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside Little Rock. Parks' son said his father was building a dossier on Clinton. He allegedly threatened to reveal this information. He died. The files were mysteriously removed from his house. Huh. James Bunch died from a gunshot suicide. It was reported that he had a black book of people, which contained names of influential people who visited prostitutes in Texas and Arkansas. A little black book. Sound familiar? James Wilson was found dead in May of 93 from an apparent hanging suicide. He was reported to have ties to Whitewater. Kathy Ferguson, ex-wife of Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson, was found dead in May of 94 in her living room with a gunshot to her head. It was ruled a suicide, even though there were several packed suitcases, as if she was going somewhere. Danny Ferguson was a co-defendant along with Bill Clinton in the Paula Jones lawsuit. Kathy Ferguson was a possible corroborating witness for Paula Jones. Bill Shelton, Arkansas state trooper and fiancé of Kathy Ferguson, critical of 
critical of the suicide ruling of his fiance, he was found dead in 94 of a gunshot wound, also ruled his suicide. <laughs> Yandy Baugh, attorney for Clinton's friend Dan Lassiter, died by jumping out of a window of a tall building in January of 94. His client was convicted drug distributor. Florence Martin, accountant and subcontractor for the CIA, was related to Barry Seal, Mina, Arkansas, airport drug smuggling case. He died of three gunshot wounds. Suzanne Coleman reportedly had an affair with Clinton. When he was an Arkansas attorney general, died of a gunshot wound to the back of her head, ruled a suicide, was pregnant at the time of her death. Paula Grober, Clinton's speech interpreter for the deaf from 78 until her death in 92. She died in a one-car accident. Danny Casolaro, investigative reporter, investigating Mina Airport and Arkansas Development Finance Authority. He slid his wrist, apparently, in the middle of the investigation. Paul Wilcher. Attorney investigating corruption at Mina Airport with Casolara and the 80s October surprise was found dead on a toilet. June of 93 in his Washington, D.C. apartment had delivered a report to Janet Reno three weeks before his death. And was the, oh my God, was investigating that with, it's unbelievable. He was working with Casolaro. John Parnell Walker, Whitewater investigator for Resolution Trust Corp. Jumped to his death from his Arlington, Virginia apartment balcony, August of 93. He was investigated the Morgan Guaran Guarantee Scandal. Barbara Wise, Commerce Department staffer, worked closely with Ron Brown and John Hyung. Cause of death unknown, died November of 96. Her bruised, naked body was found locked in her office at the Department of Commerce. Charles Messner, Assistant Secretary of Commerce, who gave John Hyung special security clearance, died shortly thereafter in a small plane crash. Dr. Stanley Hurd, chairman of the National uh, Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee, died with his attorney, Steve Dixon, in a small plane crash. Dr. Hurd, in addition to serving on Clinton's advisory council, personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother. Barry Seal, drug-running TWA pilot out of Mena, Mena, Arkansas. Death was no accident. Johnny Lawhorn, Jr., mechanic, found a check made out to Bill Clinton in the trunk of a car left at his repair shop. He was found dead after his car hit, hit a utility pole. Huh. Stanley Huggins investigated, investigated Madison Guarantee. His death was a purported suicide. His report was never released. Herschel Friday, attorney and Clinton fundraiser, died March 1 of 94 when his plane exploded. Kevin Ives and Don Henry, known as the boys on the track case. Reports say the boys may have stumbled upon the Mena, Arkansas airport drug operation. A controversial case. The initial report of death said due to falling asleep on railroad tracks. Later, reports claim the boys have been slain before being placed on the tracks. Many linked to the case died before their testimony could come before a grand jury. Now, the following persons had information on the Ives-Henry case. Keith Coney died when his motorcycle slammed to the back of a truck. Keith McMaskell died stabbed 113 times. Gregory Collins died from a gunshot wound in 98 or 89. Jeff Rhodes shot, mutilated, and found burning a dump, uh, in a trash dump April of 89. James Milan found decapitated. However, the coroner ruled his death was due to natural causes. <laughs> Richard Winters, a suspect in the Ives-Henry death. He was killed in a setup robbery July of 89. The following Clinton bodyguards are also dead. Major William S. Barkley, Jr., Captain Scott J. Reynolds, Sergeant Brian Hanley, Sergeant Tim Sable, Major General William Robertson, Colonel William Densberger, Colonel Robert Kelly, Specialist Gary Rhodes, Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Conway LeBlue, and Todd McKeehan, and the most recent Seth Rich, the D.C. staffer murdered and robbed of nothing on July 10th. WikiLeaks found Assange's claims. He had info on the DNC email scandal. Not included in this list are the four heroes killed in Benghazi. So I read all that to you because it's interesting. If you look at this, here are 
48, 50 people associated with the Clintons who are now dead. Dead. Of mysterious, crazy causes into, you know, whatever, investigating all this stuff. What could possibly have been the deal? It's unbelievable, isn't it? I got one more conspiracy here, conspiracy theory here, but I want to take a moment. Head over to verbforever.com. Verve Forever. V-E-R-V-E Forever.com. Verve Forever.com. They do CBD oil. If you're in the market for CBD oil, for your pet, for yourself, it, veterans, it's amazing. CBD oil is the, the greatest. I, I mean, it's, getting, it's becoming amazing. CBD oil is found to do a lot of different stuff from inflammation to headaches to helping with sleep to all kinds of things. If you head over to Verve Forever, V-E-R-V-E, forever.com and if you use verve 20 v-e-r-v-e 20 you'll get 20 percent off and if you order anything over 100 you will get shipping for free if you're in if you're looking for cbd oil they've got creams they've got oil they've got it for your pet it's unbelievable excuse me and it's not milliliters it's in milligrams which is stronger it's better it will help you head over to verve forever.com v-e-r-v-e forever.com use verve 20 v-e-r-v-e 20 you will get 20 percent off and anything over a hundred dollars free shipping head over to verve forever.com and get your cbd oil all right so morning joe morning joe <laughs> these liberals they're they're unbelievable they're so unbelievable morning joe peddles conspiracy theory russians killed Jeffrey Epstein. MSLSD's news host, Joe Scarborough, has been busy on Twitter Saturday since the news broke that accused sex trafficker and abuser Jeff Epstein was found dead in his Manhattan jail cell of an apparent suicide. Scarborough's tweet implied that Epstein's death has the markings of other mysterious deaths linked in the Russian government. Here is his tweet. A guy who had information that would have destroyed rich and powerful men's lives ends up dead in his jail cell. How predictably Russian. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, poor Joe Scarborough. He, I mean, the guy has fallen out of, out of the limelight. He's, is he even really relevant? He goes on and says, you know, powerful Democratic and Republican figures breathing a huge sigh of relief as well as a Harvard professor or two. Because he's talking about Alan Dershowitz. Um, authorities couldn't keep Epstein alive by putting him under 24-hour surveillance. How convenient for a lot of rich and powerful men. I, I agree with that. Um, he also says a guy who had information that would have been destroyed, that would have destroyed rich and powerful men's lives, ends up dead in his cell. It's unbelievable. He reportedly tried to kill himself two weeks ago and is allowed to finish the job now. Bullshit. Boy, I'll tell you, on some of that, I agree with Joe. Um, Russia, no, because here's the deal. The left is trying to hang this deal on President Trump. It's amazing, but true. They are trying to hang this whole deal on President Trump. Now, we know Trump was on the Lita Express once. We, we know that Trump kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago because he was trying to, I don't know, seduce or diddle an underage member's daughter. You know, the left is so ridiculous. that It's called projection. 
You know, it's funny. I was on WoWo this week up in Fort, last week up in Fort Wayne, and there were several of these liberals. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're, oh, you're a projectionist. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm thinking to myself, come on. They even call me Alex Jones. Now, how smart is Alex Jones looking today? Seriously. And, and I talk about this all the time, and I can talk about it again. Conspiracy theory came from the FBI under the Warren report when they were trying to investigate who assassinated and what happened to JFK. And the FBI said, well, you know, we'll call everything a conspiracy theory that we don't agree with. We'll muddy the waters and we'll make sure that we mislead, misdirect, whatever we need to do to keep people from the truth. Is that where we're at today? And what is going to happen? I mean, the, the legitimate question today is what is going to happen with the Epstein case? Is it going to continue? Do they have the information? Did Epstein spill his guts before he got whacked? And here's the final conspiracy. Is he still alive? I saw this all over social media. I don't know it to be true or false. I, do, I don't think he's alive myself. I think that somebody powerful got to Epstein and killed him because he knew way too much, and he was going to spill the beans. But there is a conspiracy out there floating around stating that he was whisked out of there, faked his death, is in some foreign country under witness protection, and you're going to see all kinds of names continue to pour out. If that's the case, we'll wait and see, right? I mean, time is going to tell us if he faked his death and he's still singing like a canary. I mean, we know. Here's the facts that we know. His trial isn't even scheduled to happen for almost another year. I think it's like nine or ten months. So there is plenty of time for information to come out. We're going to figure it out going forward, see what happens. Do I think someone faked his death? No. I just, I don't. I don't think that's the case of what might have happened. Now, could it be? I, I will tell you. I would not be surprised. I have watched, and I'm going to tell you who is severely quiet right now that I'm, I'm really, it's interesting to me, is Q. Q has not posted since August 1st. Today's the 12th. So as you look at this and as you see this and the information that Q was giving us, and I know everybody thinks Q is a conspiracy theory and everything else. I've read it. You know, some of the stuff I agree with, some I don't, some has come true, some is not. You don't hear a peep from QAnon or anybody in that ilk. So once again, I ask you, what's really going to happen with this Epstein deal? Is it going to continue on? Will they continue to investigate? Did Epstein you know, sing? Did he give away names? We know about Bill Richardson. We know about George Mitchell. We know about what happened with Bill Clinton and being on the Lolita Express. We know of what people are saying. We know about Prince Andrew. We're starting to find this stuff out. Will more names start coming out on down the road? We just don't know that. And are we ever going to find out? Here's the thing. The thing that really makes me wonder, why can the medical examiner not give you a cause of death wouldn't you know because i'm hearing i'm hearing from my sources that maybe he was slipped a cyanide tablet which could say it could give you a reason for the heart attack because we initially heard that he might have had cardiac arrest did did his lawyer or someone slip him a cyanide tablet he poisoned himself and died knew knowing he wasn't going to get out i find that really interesting and not believable because of what i told you about the guy's humongous ego and what I think 
he thought he was going to be able to negotiate his way out with the leverage he had for the big names he had in his book. So who knows? Why can't the medical examiner tell you what he, what, what he died of? Is it asphyxiation? Did he hang himself? Did he have cardiac arrest? Why was no one watching? Why were there no cameras on him? Why was he on? Why was it not? Why wasn't he on suicide watch? All questions we have to ask ourselves. I don't know the answers, my friends. But I'll tell you what, I'll keep digging into this story as the weeks go on. Head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, thematlockshow.com. Find me on Twitter, at RealMatlock, Instagram, and Parlor. You can find me at the Matlock Show and the Cartel Matt on Facebook. Hey, go sign up for my newsletter, thematlockshow.com. Go see Scars and Stripes Coffee. Go see Combat Flip Flops and check out verbforever.com. Great sponsors of this program. All right, guys, that's it for today. You're going to have to tune in tomorrow for the Matt Locke Show. More conspiracy, more news. See you later. For now, Matt Locke, out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance. Yes.